Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with you. Um, this podcast, we are going to focus a little bit on how to build an encounter. Um, whether you're a newer DM or GM or a seasoned DM or GM or one that's somewhere in between, building encounters doesn't necessarily always have to be the same. It doesn't always have to be uh, combat encounters. It doesn't always have to be... Um, I think part of the problem is is that there's an assumption that D&D is always about a single approach to play in the game. Um, one of the reasons why I think you can control that narrative through encounter building is sure combat encounters are going to happen but other types of encounters will happen as well diplomatic encounters trap encounters persuasion encounters investigation encounters uh pursuits are interesting um pursuits or chases however you want to define it um these are many different things that you can do as well as um solving other situations through unique encounters that you build yourself from a homebrew perspective now the most common encounter would be either random encounters or encounters that you design specifically to support your campaign your story arc your um possibly a side quest or a plot hook right um things that make things more definitive and have a very specific purpose within your um, within your game other encounters that you continue to resolve either with or without initiative but they have time limits to them i mentioned diplomatic encounters maybe a particular encounter is going on where things like persuasion um deception uh, performance these are things that are steering an encounter to resolve a particular issue or encourage a particular outcome through diplomacy uh, there's trap encounters maybe you build a very unique encounter where the team is transcending from uh you know uh, an outside location to an interior location and it requires them solving a trap um or a series of puzzles, right? A puzzle encounter. So there are a huge variety of different ways you can do this. Now, one of the, the very common encounter is a combat encounter. Now, a combat encounter is where the uh, a hostile group or hostile target has decided to resolve something against the antagonist or protagonist, however you want to use the nomenclature, and therefore initiative has been rolled. Now, when you build out those kind of encounters, there's some things you want to keep in mind. <clears throat> there is a system pre-built for you called the, you know, 
the CR rating. This rating is a number that's supposed to give you a guideline on the, the supposed difficulty of utilizing that individual within your encounter build that you're doing. So for example, there's the assumption that if your group of five player characters are level six, should you use a CR six encounter? I would argue actually you might want to use a CR 10 or higher because of the difficulty, the, um, the challenges of that CR 6 may not be enough for your, for your group. Um, the CR system really is designed for a group of three. If you have a group of three level five players, then a CR six or seven is probably appropriate for them. Um, as always, as you build your encounters, keep in mind that you should build them based on a reflective reality. Um, and this reflective reality is, you know, um, think about what they've accomplished previously right how easily did your previous encounters go <clears throat> how easily you know were they defeating those encounters so when you go to build that combat encounter which is the one that will get the most use whether it's a random encounter that turns into a combat encounter or it's a predetermined combat encounter that you build these are the ones that will happen the most frequently so for example if you've got a pc group that's made up of a, a very diversified character group. Uh, let's say you have a, a cleric, a wizard, fighter, barbarian, and a bard, right? So that's a pretty diversified group. There's a formula that you can kind of use to give you an understanding of what their average capability is. Now, the, the random number generator that are the dice really affords a percentage of probability right so imagine this um the first formula you want to understand what's their average ac as a group right so averages are still averages let's say the fighter is a 20 and the lowest is a the lowest is a wizard say there are 14 or 15 and let's say your average is 18 so you know the group's average ac is an 18. So that's one part of the formula the next part of the formula is their level and the number of attacks right so let's say they're all level five and they currently each have only one attack now you, what you might want to also consider is within that attack ratio how many of them can use a bonus action as an attack and therefore inflict a measure of dps right so that measure of dps becomes an average and let's say on an average the party can deliver 82 points of dps as an average right and that's a damage dealing number right so now you have an average AC, you have an average output of DPS, and you know that on average, they're only gonna have the one attack during their attack action, right? 
there's a possibility that some might have a bonus action, but you've already included that DPS modifier into the average. All right, so with that understanding, you now want to build your combat under encounter knowing that the group's average AC is 18, their average DPS output based on the successful number of rolls is potentially 80 or higher. So what does that mean? I should either create an encounter with a relatively high AC in mind and a high hit point variation in mind. So a group of five level five diversified uh, players, an average 18 AC and an average DPS of 82 means that they could probably do a pretty decent job of taking on a high level CR. Now, with that in mind though, your finer, your final numeration in the balance is gonna be an average hit point ratio, right? So their average AC is 18, their average DPS or damage per second, uh, per round, whatever you wanna call it, um, is 80. And let's say their average hit points are 46. So with that formula in mind, you now have a better chance at building a combat encounter based on the real numbers that they represent because what you'll see out in the social space and in the gaming community, a pretty persistent struggle with you know, balancing a combat encounter to be challenging versus repetitive encounters that are too easy and therefore players don't feel challenged. Um, but using that formula, I think will get you a lot closer to a balanced encounter. So with that, you can then approach all of your encounters equally by developing formulas unique to each encounter type, right? So um, a diplomatic encounter, what's their average wisdom and intelligence proficiency with those skills that are going to involve that? Um, a puzzle encounter, same thing. A skills encounter, a trades encounter, a persuasion encounter, um, a pursuit or chase or a retreat encounter, right? Um, it's not too unusual for me to have to build an encounter into an outcome where the troop, where the group has to run, right? They just have to run and they're being pursued. So I might come up with a creative model to, that either um, enhances that experience where they do better at running or do worse based on a series of skill checks that they're attempting. So that formula, that average formula can be used across multiple encounters. However, from a standpoint of building combat encounters, it really gives you a baseline, which is, a, in my opinion, more reliable than the CR system because it also allows you to use that same formula for the for the hostile individuals that they're going to be challenged against, right? Um, 15 orcs with an average AC of 18, an average DPS of 75, and an average hit point pool of 41. That sounds pretty decent in comparison to a group of five, right? Keep in mind though, each turn, 
based on initiative will influence that and the you know and dice are random right the randomness of the dice often is impacted by the bonuses that contribute to those dice rolls so for example you may have a solid formula for your five pcs you think you have a solid formula for the hostile but keep in mind the roll percentages are going to be very different if all 15 orcs have a plus five to hit and all five of your pcs have a plus six or plus seven to hit the percentage of those rolls are going to be in favor of the five pcs because of their higher bonus calculation right so keep that in mind as well um but once again these formulas are designed to help you create a base the overall behavior of your players or what we call chaos theory right behavior is chaotic how they behave in conjunction with the you know the the, the number generator of dice and the other random activity is what's going to plus or minus the influence of possible outcomes, right? Some encounters have certainties baked into them because of the skill set, but random combat encounters or pre-described combat encounters based on how you build out the hostile group could be heavily influenced by this. So I know there was a lot in that. Um, please go back, listen to it. But in summary, the basic formula that can be used both for your PCs and your hostiles is average armor, armor class, average DPS, and average hit points. If you understand that formula, when you look holistically at both groups, it should allow you to build some pretty confident encounters. As always, visit uh, Dungeon Master Academy on Patreon, support us there, allow us to build our studio, expand, do better, deliver more content. With that, as always, stay safe out there, and we will talk to you next time.